0: of Fuck Off Banter. We've got lots of news to share with you, there's been lots going on Um, and then prompted by something that I saw and the fact that I'm looking for another horse at the minute, we thought that we would discuss some aspects of buying a horse. Um, So obviously I went to Western Lawns, I had like a really up and down show. We didn't get off to the best start when we got there, plugged our heater in and blew the entire electrics in the lorry. <gasps> which, yeah. So we paid like, I think it was £45 for hookup. Oh, no. And that was a fucking waste of time. Um, oh. I, and I'd also, because we eat shit when we go to shows. Um, not literal shit. Not Just shit. Like I crap mean, fit. yeah. Probably shit on my hands and stuff. But um, well, yeah. yeah, I will talk about that. Yeah. So. I'd, I'd actually see this is what happens when you try and be like someone that you're not. I tried to make us really healthy meals, so I'd spent ages making all these food, put them all in the fridge. Obviously, the entire lot went off, just had to throw oh, them no. in the bin. Um, so we were rescued by obviously the amazing Carla, who of course, of course, we like plugged an extension cable like from her lorry to our lorry obviously so that we didn't blow her lorry we could only plug one thing at a time in and we still had no lights or fridge or heating Um. so that was the start but anyway onwards and upwards um uh, pancake was an absolute star whole show double clear every day so he was a ledge love pancake Manny didn't actually. I'm going to do like an eventer. Not the best day on paper. Um, wow. <laughs> so he jumped double clear the first day. I think he had two pulls the next day. and He had one pull the day after. And I was I wasn't like devastated because I sort of said to Ben, you know, ultimately this horse gave me back like the actual desire to even ride. Yeah, like, yeah. Belinda destroyed my confidence so much that Manny actually is the only reason I'm doing this. So do you know what? Even yeah. if the horse had two poles every day, it would be irritating, but I'd be like, I'll take it. So anyway, yeah. I kind of just was like, look in mind, that's fine. Um, but Carlos said that we've totally changed his style of jump. We've spent ages trying to change his style so that it helps his back, so that he uses his back yeah. more and he's not as tight. Obviously, because he's got a kissing spine, we're just trying to do whatever we can to help him. Yeah. And she said, like, all that's happened is he's just not learned to pick his legs up. So he still Mm -hmm. jumps kind of thinking that he's going to launch, but he doesn't launch. So anyway, we've worked on him at home and now he feels even better again. So that's really good. So Belinda, um, I don't think I said this in the last podcast, but I knew that was going to be Belinda's last show, like ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really stupid, but I just had in my little head that wouldn't it be the dream if she went out on like double clears? And there's no reason that she couldn't. I didn't put her in bigger classes. I kept the classes like little, so in her comfort zone. And she just didn't. So <laughs> the first day she had a pole. The second day she had a poll. And they were like really stupid polls. Like didn't need to have them. Nothing, no reason for it. Just a silly pole. To be
1: fair though, to be fair to Belinda here, she just had a pole. I mean, this is a horse that you have struggled to come to fences off a corner with. But she stopped, she destroyed your confidence. And you're sat there going, So she's done all that shit to you in the past. And now you're going, Oh, she had a pole. And you kind of think, Actually, in the grand scheme of what she's done in the past, having a
0: pole is pretty much like a clear round. And so, so that on the third day, honestly, oh? I was like, Come on. We're, we're going to have this, right? We're going to do this. And I, honestly, I don't think I've ever, like, ridden around, considering mm-hmm. it was a discovery, so it was a meter. I've never ridden, like, as determined. I said to Ben, I felt like I pretty much was picking her up. Yeah. Like, you know, and you're really, like... Yeah. And she went in the in the warm-up, and then she went in the ring and just typical, quite old, like, old-fashioned blender. The ring that she, the exact ring she'd been in the previous two days. She was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm really scared of that top corner." So that was great. So I was like, "No, come on! Like, we're rallying. We're in the zone." She then decided that she's actually frightened of that entire long side. Oh,
1: so they're so tiresome, aren't they?
0: Yeah, she was like Ooh, every time she went down the long side, and then she came to an oxer off the long side. And was so busy spooking, got to the fence and mm-hmm. went, nah, she could have jumped from there. She wasn't like going to miss her. She could have gone, but she just was like, what if I just don't? So I brought her around, she jumped the rest of the course clear. So she had to stop in that. And I came out and everyone was like, oh my God, that is so, because they knew it. I really wanted to double clear on her. And they were like, that's so frustrating. That was the best round. Like it was perfect except for that. And why did they were like, why did she stop? She wasn't wrong. And I was like, nope. She wasn't wrong. It's just her, like it's just what she does. And yeah, anyway, yeah. I walked back up to the stables because the stables were kind of far from like the ring. So I got up there first. And I had those like angry tears, you know, like mm-hmm. I think I didn't, you know, and you don't know that you're gonna cry. And then you feel like tears on your face, and you're like, What's going on here? Oh,
1: I always know when I'm gonna cry. I always know. No, it's like I'm very- quite
0: emotional, like I, I weep regularly, ask anyone. But this was like different. It was like, I don't know what, I was like, why am I crying? And I still had these like tears rolling down my face and I was like, pull it together. Um, But I think it was just, it was the frustration and the fact Mm. that, and then I gave myself like, I was like, come on, you know, just doesn't matter. And Ben came and he was like, Katie, this sums up the horse's career. (laughs) She's spent (laughs) her whole career (laughs) doing this why should she finish on a double clear she should finish on this this is what she's (laughs) done yeah
1: exactly and the thing was you you know i know you said oh we knew it was going to be her last show but if she suddenly pulled it out the bag and jumped over the three days these beautiful double clears what would happen then you'd be second guessing yourself you're like oh maybe 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 we've turned a corner with it maybe maybe what we've been doing with this fine so Actually, it was the best thing she could have done with (laughs) you. Yeah, reminded me. It removed any sort of doubt that you were making the wrong decision to retire her. So it's just like, I mean, if I know everyone goes, oh, let's pull it. It's nice for a horse to go out on a high. We totally agree with that. You know, it's a really lovely thing. But then I I always think that. I always think if a horse goes out on a total high, surely there must be that voice at the back of your head that goes, was it the right thing to retire them? Maybe, maybe now. If she jumped double clears all three days of that show, could you hand on your heart say, yeah, she's finished with show jumping? Because I, I genuinely think if she had, if she's done that, if she's been a little shit, <laughs> if she's done these shitty things, the whole way through her career, like Ben says, and then suddenly she pulled it out the bag, I think you would have second guessed yourself. You would have gone, oh, maybe that new saddle cloth I'm using has helped, or maybe that change in the feed, or maybe whatever the physio did last time has helped. So I think she did you a favour and you've got to accept that. You've got to say, she, she went to you, she went, look, bitch, this is what you've put up with and this is how I'm... G-. And, and she, actually, fair high, high hoof yeah. to Belinda. High hoof to Belinda. She went out on her own on her own terms, didn't she? She was like, yeah. Yeah, bitch, I mean, I'm going to her... jump a beautiful round,
0: but with a stop. Yeah. The thing for her is like she's admire. consistent. And um, yeah. Yeah. And like she has, she's jumped some good rounds recently. Like she, you know, she kind of, we came back from where we were and like, she does now have something going on. So the reason, mm. I don't think I've talked about this. The reason that she, this was going to be her last show is that the physio, the last three sessions, the first time she was like, mm, there's a lot, you know, she's very, very tight. There's a lot different than usual. But when it's just a one-off, you kind of like the potentially slip, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. We don't, you know, the second time, exactly the same, saw so in the exact same places. And then Andrea was like, hmm, I'm maybe starting to think third time, exactly the yeah. same, very, very so in all the same places. And Andrea was like, you know, I'm thinking maybe like SI join or something. She's 16 now.
1: Yeah.
0: And obviously like we would have got it investigated we would have got her injected and stuff but she's gonna be planned was to go into foal anyway so we're not gonna start doing yeah. all that so I said to Andrea like is this something that she's in discomfort like as she is and Andrea said yeah. no I think the workload is too much yeah. for her without help without you know well, potentially, it's just too much. That, or it's that without help, she cannot, like, probably. So anyway, she steroids got steroids
1: in her.
0: Yeah. Club, like, she yeah, got yeah. Um, she got physioed just before she went. And obviously, we kept her in the little class. And But, yeah, even then, she felt on fire. But then just literally went in and, like, skipped around, and was like, nah, I'm really frightened. There wasn't a damn thing. So I'm really frightened of that and whatever yeah. isn't there. So...
1: It's just always like that sometimes you know and i think that
0: uh, vince can be very much
1: like that they, they, when they have that mentality in their head and um i think oh,
0: the, the dog? dog hang on hi is dreaming shush no dreaming <laughs> no dreaming <laughs> <laughs> stop dreaming or dream quietly um, <laughs>
1: um, he's probably chasing burglars or something <laughs> in his dream he's practicing to keep you safe um i mean i think that's quite sad I mean, obviously um you know vince can be a bit like that and obviously because um i think most people know that quite sadly i lost a horse last week at the end of last week um and when you sort of revisit which <laughs> sounds like really bad but it was actually quite a cathartic thing to do so i sort of revisited what i'd done with solo and i realized what i very different horse he was to vince and actually i think i sometimes gloss over the fact that sometimes vince is a right little shit Mm. and i glossed over that i gloss over it because he's he's wonderful and he's scopy and he's beautiful and he's whatever and then i gloss over the fact that yeah sometimes he's he he has got this utter i i call it his irish side it might be his french side (laughs) um but he, he has just got this little thing about him which is what makes him him but he can a bit like Belinda and he just goes nah and there's nothing you can do when he goes nah to change his mind mm-hmm. same as Belinda you could have changed her mind but that she wasn't scared on that third day and rather similar to Belinda it doesn't necessarily have to be something new it could be something he's seen a hundred times before so that's just it is just horses and sometimes it's what makes them wonderful and endearing and also what we want to why we want to throttle them
0: yeah and I think but, actually sometimes like maybe it's not in every case but maybe it's the reason why sometimes you have to like for me she was really damaging my confidence and yeah I kind of needed a manny who is yeah does silly things but always in a come on like let's just go yeah, like, yeah his yeah. voice is the elephant from the jungle book who's just crashes through everything and I'll count for that. I don't think I've I've come across that one recently. (laughs) He sings, like, um, this marching song, and it's all just, like... Oh, I've heard the marching song, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all just gung-ho, and, like, I needed that. And Carla always says to me, you know, you need a horse that wants to do the job and wants to help you. And, and like, I really did, and I think that probably showed it because I just laughed with Belle, and I was like, do you know what? Obviously, I cried Mm -hmm. first, but then I was like, yeah, do you know what? Fuck it. Whereas if that had been, if that was like week in, week out, yeah. it gets a bit... Soul-destroying. Yeah. It is, and it is soul-destroying. And, and
1: it's funny you say that, actually, Katie, because um, moving on to me, <laughs> it's all about me. Uh, I obviously went to um, Burnham Market uh, last Sunday. Not Sunday, just gone Sunday before. Although I have only just written it up on my blog because I'm a bit tardy. Um, anyway, uh, we, uh, I went to Burnham Market and I retired again. Um, and I, I actually retired for completely different reasons to last time. It was because the, the, the sun had dropped and it was physically, for me, dangerous for me to continue at that point. But there was a little bit. And I actually have gone, I went to another, um, I went and had a cross-country lesson with um, Caroline Powell. I love Lenmore. Oh, I know. I know. I know. And actually, it's really, really funny because I know it's really bizarre because I actually do know Caroline quite well. Um, We see each other a lot. Uh, She's local to me. We see each other at shows. And she's always been just such a really lovely, nice person. She takes no shit. I mean, she calls a spade a spade. She swears almost as much as me, which I absolutely adore. She's obviously fond of a gin. Again, something that was always right in my eyes. And I don't know why I'd never, it never crossed my mind to say to her, well, I do know, I do know why it hadn't crossed my mind, but we'll cross that. Um, and I, I ha- and I'd never approached her for lessons. It would just been a sort of like a, a no go zone. I can't approach her for lessons. Um, Genuinely, because I just generally didn't think I was good enough. I kind of thought if I'd approached her for lessons, she'd go, <laughs> I just put the phone down on me. Um, but we had this sort of person in between that brought, brought us together for this lesson and um she said to me she watched me warm up and she said what's happened i said what do you mean what's happened and she said um you're overthinking everything she said i have seen you ride before she said i haven't seen you cross-country but i've seen you show jump and she said and you didn't used to ride like that what's happened why are you overthinking?" and i was like i don't know i don't know i've had a couple of shit results i'm I'm overthinking that you think i'm (laughs) overthinking Oh no, no, exactly. My mind's whirring going, Oh shit, why am I overthinking, overthinking? And I know I'm overthinking about overthinking. And then there's like and then and she was like saying, She said, You're sat on this horse and what I'm seeing is a horse that wants to go. He's like, fucking yeah. Like and he wants to go to the fence. And for some reason, you're wrestling that. She said, All of a sudden you seem to be going, No, 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 I want you to go, but I want you to go like this. And you don't even know what this is. You don't even know what this new way is that you want him to go. You're just fighting him constantly. And actually that sits with some other stuff that I've heard about me bracing. I was kind of thinking, you know what? She's right. She is absolutely right. So basically I then did this cross country lesson with her just shouting, relax, go with him quite scary when you've sort of got yourself into this sort of pulling situation and yeah. she went it's go- it's gonna feel fast she said initially because you for some reason you've been trying to wrestle his enthusiasm down she said and you've created all these issues she said it's gonna feel fast so just for the first few fences we're going to keep them small that didn't actually work, keeping him small, because then he just got faster. But yeah. anyway, then, she, then we, she started throwing some other stuff, and she said, right, now that, what we'll do is we'll do this, we'll do this, and all I'm going to shout is, you, go with him, go with him, soft, be soft, go with him, and it within 10 minutes, I just had the biggest grin on my face again, and I can honestly say to you, I mean, I've really enjoyed my lessons with Tina and stuff like that, and I have, I've totally enjoyed my lessons with Tina, but that pure joy of just being on a cross country course with my horse has been missing for quite a while the fire in my belly it's been gone
0: for a long time i the pretty much well, really love guess for the sport has when, gone. like you um because tina was the one wasn't she that sh- she was the one that said to you like not to brace and. Was, was, yeah she gave you some sort of it was like what instruction did she give you is it your upper body or um... yeah so it's really interesting actually it, they
1: work brilliantly although the two instructors what they want is the same thing but Tina's way of teaching was a very physical thing which was stay tall in the body leg head hands up. so she was giving me physical cues whereas t- um Caroline's were mental which was stay I was gonna to go say,
0: I guess that that is You've that's kind of still like an instruction you have to think about. So you're kind of still not mm. in the moment. You're then thinking like leg, up, like yeah, 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 yeah. almost like just kind of relax and have fun. Was the yeah, kind of yeah, only instruction: exactly.
1: relax and have fun. And that was literally it. And um, so yeah, we. She started chucking some stuff at us. She started chucking some stuff at us, and then she said to me, she said, "What I just want you to do now. I'm not even. Good. She's new. She's from New Zealand. Do you want me to do the accent?" Yes. Do you want me to do the accent? Uh,
0: it's not going to be the same without it.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know what i to say. Okay.
0: What do I want you to do now?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know what that was. I think that was just louder, was your that? voice. <laughs> Try again.
1: <laughs> I can't do it. I'm having a block. I know she says dog sheet like that. I don't know why I know she says dog sheet um but i can't do it I can't. i'm not doing the accent i'm not doing the accent guys okay. i'm gonna practice for next time i'll practice okay. for next time i can't do it i feel under pressure i'm sweating a bit i'm sweating <laughs> um so she just said to me what i want you to do now is like go down these two steps jump those two skinnies and she said it quite quite like jump those two steps do these two skinnies so come around swing around those fences there and then this is those skinny brushes over there should you come up the hill to the first one and then it's a fairly fairly sharp right handed turn to this second one and then so I like, oh, okay, right, okay. And, you know, my, 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 I'm feeling great, I'm feeling good. So we popped on these steps, pop over these two skinnies. I'm like, oh, they're quite skinny. Come around this corner, and come around this corner. And I'm thinking, fuck, that's quite a big, little, skinny fence then. I'm like, no, no. She obviously thinks so. He pops this skinny, and then it's like this fairly tight, right handed turn. And she's like, and I'm going to, I'm going, again, that is quite a big, little, skinny fence. Okay, we're fine. We'll and we ended up jumping it, and I came countrying back around. She said, yeah, 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 it's all right. Like she went, Psst. Uh, that little thing I just made you do, I've been practising that on my intermediate horses. And I was like, fucking hell! I just couldn't believe, she was like really casual. And she said, that is what happens when you don't overthink it. And she said, that has just proved the point to me perfectly, what happens if you don't overthink it and what you're capable of. And I was
0: like... That's totally ah. reminding me of them. I read this article, did you read it? It was ages ago in Horse and Hound. It was 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 it lucinda green that used to go and like visit other people like other pros i think it was anyway she went to that michael young's yard and she was kind of like saying that she really strongly disagreed with managing a horse on a cross-country course like she felt that Mm -hmm. they should just be left and they had to learn to find a leg and they had to like look for the fence themselves and they had to kind of be picking their own line because she said that she felt a lot of problems were caused by riders overriding cross country and that's not what cross country was designed to do but she went to his yard and she was like he is the only exception because she said the man is so insanely accurate and just incredible that basically he cannot do that but she still said that for anybody else like even other pros and stuff she felt that that wasn't a safe way to ride cross country.
1: No, yeah, I mean, yeah, he is a he is a freak of nature. Yeah, and I I can assure you now the only I'm a freak of nature, but completely <laughs> the other way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how the fuck did she manage that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you would have told me had it all gone to shit. Yeah, that would have been awkward, <laughs> maybe, wouldn't like, it? Stopped or ran out. Okay, maybe that doesn't work for you, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it did, it did work and I came away and I was just like, you know, and I think if she'd said to me beforehand, I want you to school through this intermediate thing, I want you to go on the, this amount of strides to that skinny, I want you to go on this amount of strides on this curving line, straight away, the hands would have come up, the panic would have set in. And I would have been like, oh, I'm not going to hit the floor. I'm not going to hit the floor. And obviously I'll, I'll just talk to you about ben and Market briefly as well about that. So, but I didn't. And it was like you say, she didn't give me any instruction like that. It was literally just go with him. I just want you to jump these jumps. And um, yeah, it was, it was just a really fabulous session. He had the. You know when you say a horse had a grin on its face? Mm. And it sounds like a stupid thing to say. We were getting back to where we were. Yeah. And we were getting back to those wonderful moments when I'm with him and he's, and I trust him. And so he trusts me, and it's all just really, really nice. So it was a really, really great session. And you know, when I say about, um, and about, oh, I would have panicked, um, a prime example being he stopped in the show jumping at Burnham Market. He doesn't, he rarely, very rarely stops in the show jumping. I have to fuck up fairly majorly to get a stop in the show jumping. So basically, I walked this distance at Burnham Market and I walked it as a nice five. And then okay. someone else walked it behind me and said, oh, no, 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 that's, that's, a, that's a four. That's, a, that's a quite an easy four. And I was thinking, that was never an easy four. And then someone else went, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to go on four. So the little seed of doubt went in my head. So obviously what happened then, I jumped in deep and I should have sat was and it held. Was a straight line six. or curving? It was an eventer line. They can do what they want on a event. It was, it was straight. It was straight.
0: How can you get... They're eventers, isn't they? How can they get four they They're eventers.
1: Because they're inventors, they would have gone flat out at the first one, taken a, an inventor leap from far off. Anyway,
0: okay. No, I, I was had just actually, I was to thinking, avoid. like, was it a curving line, and then obviously maybe, no. but no, it, it wasn't was, a curving no. line. It was it was um, an oxer
1: to an upright. So obviously, what they were thinking was they go, they travel in bold to the oxer, and then they'd get full to the upright. They wouldn't give a shit if the upright fell down, would they? <laughs> I mean, it's
0: just because you can't see, honest to God, the horror on my face there of like, okay, so an an upright, we're gonna commit, we're gonna gallop at that one.
1: <laughs> that's what we do. That's what, that's inventors man. That's what we do. Anyway, the longest show of it is I got a deep spot in, and I wasn't probably even gonna make the five. So I just sat up and I thought, what I should have done is really compressed and down and gone for. Add in another, going for a really tight six, but a really bouncy six. I didn't, of course. I overthought it because I'd walked the stripes and because this little voice in my head and these other people going, oh, I think I might try and go on four. The thing is, they probably walked that course and said, I'm going to go on four with no intention of going on four. They were probably going to go on five the same as me. They were just talking shit. Anyway. So I kicked and flapped, and I tried to create a completely non-existent distance that wasn't there. And yeah, we had to stop. And that's a prime example, isn't it? When you overthink it, what happens? Anyway, I don't know where that story came from and went. Sorry,
0: (laughs) very random.
1: Basically, overthinking. But I, I've got a lesson tomorrow, um, and I'll be, I'll be interested to see whether or not I. It's with Barrett tomorrow. It's show jumping tomorrow. So it was Barrett tomorrow. So um, it'll be interesting to see whether he spots a difference, whether I'm, because yeah, he's always on me. Whether it the other, over. yeah, the other exciting news is um, because I never win anything, I won something this week. I won th- th- two sessions with a mindset coach called Evergreen Ooh. Coaching, and we had our first session on monday tuesday we've had, i've had my first session this week oh last friday <laughs> i had my first session last friday <laughs> i forgot what day of the week it was i had my last session first and it was really really interesting we had a really good chat about stuff and yes yeah, so i've got
0: another session with her on friday and then uh, we'll see where we go from there so That's good yeah. so like loads of help for kind of getting back in the zone
1: absolutely absolutely
0: and I just think that that has done me the world of good so
1: although on paper at the moment you know it's really easy to be motivated and high when your results are great on paper and like oh look at me I'm winning and I'm qualifying and I'm doing all this shit I think it's more telling to be able to get motivated when actually the results don't look so good and at the moment my motivation is really high and I'm doing okay so Yeah. yeah So good.
0: Yeah, well, that's. I think it's not always about the results, is it? Like, yeah. your Manny's last show, like I say, on paper was shit, but actually, I think he's going to be a better horse than he would have been previously when he was getting double clears, but he was like not using himself properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you kind of got to go back to go forward, haven't you? So, do you know what though? I'm really liking. We are going to move on from news. Don't worry, it's not just going to be all about us this session. I promise. Um. i'm actually liking i'm actually liking just enjoying it like yeah yeah that's i said it on the last podcast and i went away this time and i said to so many people like i'm really having a nice time and i think people think that i'm a lunatic (laughs) Because <laughs> were you like going up to random strangers? I'm having a really nice time. Yeah, basically, I'm pretty much at this point, like <laughs> all for borrowing the tanoy, and just saying everybody. Just so you know, I'm enjoying this because it never ever happens. I do not enjoy myself at shows, and I have had a really lovely time. And I walk the courses, and sometimes I see like a big scary oxer off a corner, and I just kind of go, yeah, the boys can do that. And if they don't do it, we'll try again. Like, it's really bizarre, but I'm having a nice time and it's really good. That's good. <laughs> well, that's something that, was, that did make me laugh when I had my
1: lesson with Caroline. And she's, we, we, we were jumping these sheep. They were sheep actually. They're like little skinny sheep on a curving line. And she said, "Yeah, it's when you just come down. You come down there, and she went. If it fucking stops, you just fucking turn around and you jump it again." <laughs> I just thought, "Yeah, I like that. I like that attitude. It's really good." So um, yeah, like you say, that's what it is about. Sometimes it's like it just accepting that, like you say, if it stops, that's
0: fine. And you said, "Well, it's not fine, but it's not the end of the world, is it?" No, it's and it's quite good. Nobody thing. died. The away shows. There's there's some like big national names, you know, mm. and For some reason, you know, the fence that Pancake stopped at at Western Lawns last time, it was in the main ring. And I, I don't know how many riders I saw on good horses, that same fence, they were falling off, they were getting eliminated. The Mm. horses were on the back legs. And I just thought they're amazing riders on amazing Mm. horses and their horses didn't like that fence. And it doesn't mean they're shit. And it doesn't mean the horses are shit. It's just like. Okay, we'll go away and we'll It's just practice. a sport. Yeah.
1: Because the thing is, if everyone was jumping clear rounds, it wouldn't be much of a fucking competition, would it? No. <laughs> you know, you got to have people knocking poles and stopping and falling off to make it a competition. It would, otherwise, we'd, if we we're all just going out and doing brilliantly all the time, it would be shit. It'd yeah. Be shit.
0: And also, we'd like, all if, just I, be the same. if I was going out week in, week out, jumping double clears getting placed i'd
1: will be quite nice though
0: <laughs> it would be quite nice it would be quite nice actually and it'd be very unusual to be honest um but i would but then probably... it, you wouldn't appreciate it no because it'd I... just be it would just be what happened wouldn't it yeah and like sometimes it feels really tricky and it feels a bit like i can't do that but then when you do it then or you don't do it <laughs> like yeah. at least you've learned something
1: haven't you yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's funny actually it, that comes from um that was really something because uh obviously my love of RuPaul comes true but i I've re, I was re-watching a lot of RuPaul and at the end of the first series they sit down and, uh, and and that's literally what he they were talking about they were going oh but you're a little bit negative said, well, yeah we have to be you have to get the you have to, if you just also if you just think of it as being feedback yeah. it's like it's just feedback on the day of how you're performing on the day. Some days you're going to be on top form, some days you aren't. And it's all. some days the horses are on top form, some days they aren't. And so it's just, if you just treat it as that, then it's not quite... Because one of the things I've struggled with is when something goes bad, I take it really personally. So like, I can't just have a shit day because that makes me a shit rider. And it's really hard to, to differentiate myself from them and, and to say, no, you're not a shit rider. You just had a bad result. And that's one of the things I'm hoping that working with this mindset coach is going to help me with, is just saying, you know, stripping it back and, and not taking it like, oh, my God, I'm the worst rider in the world. And let's take the fact that we get, even get to a competition makes us brilliant. And also the other thing is as well, you know, it's, everything is ups and downs, isn't it? Everything, life and whatever. And you're just like, do you know what, if you didn't have those downs, you just would not, would not appreciate the ups. It would just be another day. Yeah. And the ups are what make it good.
0: Yeah.
1: Be nice to have them more often though. Yeah. Maybe a better balance. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm all about the balance at the moment, but yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to move on to our, our topic, which is about buying horses. And this was mainly prompted because I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, it's done the rounds. It's the picture of the horse's passport with loads of three-star oh, yeah, stamps. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Five star, four star as well. Yeah, they've done an And Olympic. Went to London 2012. Yeah, went to London 2012.
0: Um, I don't know what horse it was. No, yeah, I don't know. But the sort of thing was some CV for a horse who never passed a, a vetting with x-rays. And so a few people shared that and a few people who sell horses... Shared that and kind of going to aren't they exactly? You see all you people who like, and it kind of it irritated me a little bit if I'm honest. Oh really? Yeah, but it's in a way I'm hypocritical. So (laughs) I thought this is going to be really interesting to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my first reaction was I saw uh, someone who sells quite a lot of horses shared that post and put some sort of a comment about like you know exactly Mm. what i've always said and i thought that's easy enough for you to say and there are going to be horses undoubtedly who will fail x-rays and who go on to have incredible careers and who will last a long time and who will be amazing partners but when that's your only money when that's Mm. everything that you've saved for actually are you wrong to try your best to get a horse Oh well, no, no, no. I totally, do. I totally get that. I do. And You're so right. You are of, 100%. It annoyed me a little bit because I'd actually just turned down a horse that I really liked, but it had x-rays and I got my vet to look at them and he said, I'm very, very concerned about that. I'm, con- I'm concerned about its um, navicular bone and I'm concerned about its hoof. Now, I lost my best horse to navicular. To me... Mm-hmm to go on with that purchase mm. is just stupid. Like it's absolutely stupid because if something happened to this horse, like I don't have the money to just replace it and it would be totally no. different if I did. Would I take a punt on it? Yeah, I probably would. Like, but I, I don't, it's not very often that I can buy a horse. And so it kind of irritated me because it just me- it made me feel like, they would be in a bit sort of, oh, you know, you just that you want perfection. It's like, well I, I don't. I'm actually prepared to compromise on quite yeah. a lot.
1: Yeah. It's about it is, I I understand why people do what they do with vettings. And I, you're probably gonna be really annoyed with me because I'll talk about my bit experience of it in a minute. Cause I'm gonna we are obviously, we sit on very different sides of things. Well, no, because this um, is where I'm
0: hypocritical. So I actually think I'm probably going to yeah, sit on the same
1: um, side of the fence. Um, so, but it is, and I, 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 I'm sympathetic to people that have the most thorough vettings that they can get. is Because it is all about put, stacking as many things in your favour as you can. Because buying a horse is such a gamble. And what does bug me, what does bug me the most is when somebody throws in, it could break its leg in the field tomorrow. Any horse could do that. Any yeah. horse. How much you've, how much you paid for it, or whatever. That could happen. Yes, they could get injured tomorrow. Anything could happen to it tomorrow. But taking freak accidents and injuries out of out of the equation, it is about stacking everything in your favour. And the best way to do that, I agree, even though I don't have them done myself, is to have a vetting. And the other thing that bugs me as well is people belittle what vets do okay vets are highly they train so hard and they're so highly skilled at what they do and then you hear people and they make these throw throwaway comments of oh well yeah but i i've heard they've got to fail a horse uh, because they don't want to get sued further down the line that they're just covering their backs they're doing this they're doing that and basically disregarding the professional opinion of that vet which i think is rude and i
0: think there's no need for that so I kind of sit with you on that side. Yeah, so then on a- this is where I'm kind of hypocritical because I don't vet. No, so... Do we just had x-rays done on one, though. What, did you do this with the x-ray vision? Um, or well, they would have been done? It was abroad, the horse. Uh, so, like, I've never clapped eyes in it. I can't have a look at its legs. I you know what I mean? I can't. Mm-hmm. So our thing is we quite like... And this is, like, just our thing, you know, it's, We, with a horse that's in work, we think that actually a lot of it is kind of like their toughness. You know, you can Mm. have a horse, like say Minnie, when the vet x-rayed and scanned her, he was like, Jesus Christ, this is as bad as it gets. Yeah. She was only one tenth lame. She was just tough and she loved the job. Whereas like we had Mm. the most amazing, he's like my spirit horse. Literally, every time he stood in a pebble, he had to have about six weeks off.
1: Um, yeah, I know, Vince is like that.
0: He's like made of China. And so we kind of feel there's a little bit of like, I 100%, I honestly w- will say every single horse in my stable would fail a vet without a, oh, yeah. of a doubt. But we got them and like they were bargains, you know, or whatever, because of that or for a reason. And um, One of the horses that we've got at the minute that we bought we were fairly certainly looked, not lame, but definitely not right on three out of his four legs when we bought him. But is, that kind of was reflected in his value. And, you know, it's like for us, it's, it's an all, it's not like a yes or no we vet. Or we it's kind of like mm. so many things that we would take into account. But for me, buying like a two-year-old, you don't know if they're going to stand up to it. Oh,
1: yeah. To
0: me, the only kind of thing is... Is a vetting to x-ray because warmlands have got a lot sort of
1: yeah and our situation is a little bit different we've got our we both you and i have got our own land yeah and so and we can have more than one horse so i mean although we may not be able to afford it we (laughs) you know if potentially (laughs) potentially you know one of your horses goes out You know, and say Carla said, "You will. Do you fancy taking this one of mine just to jump while he's out of action for six weeks? You've got the option of doing that. You've got to remember that there's a lot of people out there that not only would that be their only horse, they're keeping on a livery yard and they're having to pay what you know, nearly probably nearly grand a month for livery fees and stuff like that. So actually, I kind of get why they, someone like that, would have a horse vetted because it's kind of like. Yeah. So uh, for me, I always say it sounds really stupid. I always say, you know, I, I got, I have their eyes looked at. Them. We have them trotted up. I think it's like a two stage vetting, isn't it? They listen to the heart for a heart murmur. They look at their eyes and they trot them up. And then, and we, I, I'll have that done just as a pure basis. Just, but I can usually tell if they're lame. Mm. Um, but I don't go looking for trouble. And also my, my big thing is, is I always say to myself, if I couldn't ride this horse again, or I couldn't jump this horse, can I, would I be happy hacking it? If it's a yes, then it comes home. If I can't hack it, would I be happy having it as a pet? If it's yes, then it comes home. Yeah. So that is my rule. But then I've got the luxury of being able to say, well, actually, if that one doesn't work out, I could potentially, whether I could afford to buy it or not, look into getting another one. So, you know, yeah. we, you and I can go into it with a slightly different thing. And also, you can turn a horse away if it requires. some rest you know i wouldn't want to be keen to
0: turn a horse away on a grand a month's livery no no definitely so i never kind of i don't ever judge people who vet like i don't think oh you know you're wasting your money or anything i not at all it's just something that personally we don't do Mm. um usually because we know they'd fail um Mm. and that's why we're buying them because we couldn't afford them if they'd pass (laughs) so maybe that's why this one you know, we'll get X, we're getting x-rays because it's the first time where we're committing more to it. And yeah. um I guess like what I'm really worried about is we're spending this money and getting it to four, which is a lot of time and effort. Yeah. And then it just doesn't stand up to work. And then you start looking into it and you're like, actually it's got OCD for stifle or whatever. You know, and that would have x-rayed at two and we could have saved ourselves yeah. two years of heartache and yeah so yeah fair enough um but anyway I think it is is
1: interesting though isn't it because there is certain parts of it the reason I don't think is I don't agree with flexion tests I would happily I don't mind an x-ray but I don't I think I think flexion tests are an outdated concept and I don't think we should still do them personally again I have nothing wrong with them and I'm not I'm not slating anyone for doing it but um you know Vince failed on flexion tests behind he had a vetting before i bought him the reason i got him was because he'd failed a vetting and uh, he the person that was buying him at the time wanted him for be 90 eventing and riding club activities quite interesting really so he failed this vetting on flexions the vet said because actually it, i think it does need pointing out because if we've got any vets listening we although we say they failed a vetting it's not so much that they failed a vetting is it The vet gives their opinion. You have to say what you want the horse for. Mm -hmm. And then they vet it, don't they? And they give you an opinion as to their findings and as to whether they think it will stand up to that work. They don't actually say it has failed a vetting, don't they? I think it's very funny. I I think that's correct anyway. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Anyway, so the vet had made the decision that he was never going to stand up to um, BE90 and uh, Rising Club activities. Um, And so he... The, the person then pulled out. And so that's how he ended up coming to me. And actually at the beginning of this year, um, I'd had some questions put over Vince's soundness and I took him to a vet and they this vet flexed him for me because I was going to get his hocks injected. And he actually said that Vince would have passed those flexion tests. Now that's six years later with me, hammering yeah, yeah, in around novices yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really quite interesting isn't it it's quite an interesting concept that, that one person's opinion of what a horse can stand up to is not the same as what another person's opinion of what a horse can stand up to so
0: and that i think is where you get the sort of the people who have comments on vettings and i will be honest i yeah like i've had an experience with a vet who was vetting a horse for very very low level yeah and um it had a a lump and it was flexion tested at least four times four times yeah sound every single time it was then trotted sound on the lunge and was basically failed so that's kind of where like i feel it starts to get tricky and where people start to get their back up because like so I had um, a vet who vetted uh, the two Connemaras and he was very kind of clinical and he was like, um, I won't comment on any like behavior. I, I'm not here to do anything. It's their job to see whether the horse is suitable for what they yeah, want. Yeah, that's it, yeah. He said like, sometimes I'll get asked like, well, what do you think? Would you buy it? Do you think it's worth mm, the money? And he said, I don't want to know how much he paid for it. I just need to know what you want it for, so I know whether it, you know, what I need yeah. it to stand yeah. up to. But he's always kind of like, that is it for me. I am j- here as a cl- in a clinical role. I'm not in a trainer capacity or yeah. anything like that. And yeah. I kind of respected that because yeah. I felt that it was very much he was literally just ticking. He wasn't just ticking boxes, yeah. but do you know what I mean. Like it was. It seemed to have a quite a sort of structured procedure but when it starts to kind of just go off that yeah then I think it's tricky isn't it and you can see why like buyers and sellers and it all just gets a bit messier mm-hmm. um because it's it's how much say do they have isn't it yeah I think as well I think <sighs> there is a
1: there is a line you have to draw you know do you want to keep go, almost go looking for trouble um you know i think if you were to x-ray a lot of my joints they'd look pretty shit mm-hmm. um you know but i you know in my past i did manage to get out some decent uh, marathon times i may be the equivalent of that horse, i know because i haven't been to the olympics have i the equivalent of the horse you know and when they say oh it failed on it failed on x-rays they don't exactly say what that is x-rays can show any number of things mm-hmm. And a horse, can, you know, when Paul Solo, God rest his soul, was x-rayed, the vet was gobsmacked, gobsmacked at what he showed up. It showed up, navicular changes in his foot and a fracture, and um, the balance of his foot was all wrong. And then we all got together, and we were all having this meeting, and... Um, his current farrier, the farrier that works at the hospital where he was at, and then this vet and myself were there. And actually, it was my cut the farrier that was shooting him at the time, turned around and went, but oh, that's an old fracture in his foot. Those navicular changes aren't new. And that foot balance is off. And yeah, we can try and improve it. But this horse has been out venting and doing whatever, all with that going on without being lame. So maybe it's okay, you know. And actually had he not picked up that little PSE, it was actually his suspensory. And it was because the foot balance looked so odd was why we x-rayed the foot. He said, had he not picked up this little tweak to the suspensory, we wouldn't have even looked at the foot. We wouldn't have even known that he had the navicular and the old fracture. And, and actually, <laughs> like this pet and this other barrier were looking at each other, and they went, yeah, he's right, I guess. And
0: so that's the thing, isn't it? We went looking for trouble and if you're going to go looking for it, you're going to find it. That's exactly how I feel, is that all of my horses, if I... When looking for something, I would definitely find it because they've been they've done a job. Like yeah. you, you don't like exactly like you've said. If you X-rayed me, I am <laughs> equally certain that they'd be like she'll not stand up to anything. I mean, to be fair, I barely do. Um, I probably wouldn't to be fair. <laughs> like, and I think it's is that horse right for you? That's what's so important, and mm. that that depends on what you need it to do. It depends on your budget. Like you might say, look, this horse has probably only got maybe two or three years left in it. But actually what it's going to do for me in those two or three years, is going to be worth every single penny that we paid for him, which is basically what we did. And And it's also, it's being realistic, isn't it? It's being
1: realistic about your own expectations. I mean, if if the vet vets his horse and they say, actually it's, yeah, it's got this and this, and, and you're trying to convince yourself you're going to go around badminton, then yeah, that those two things that it shows up probably isn't going to be, uh, is going to be significant. But the fact of the matter is if you aren't really going to go around badminton and you know it, what you're going to do is the same as me and, and do some lower level eventing venting or whatever, then does that matter? And I think actually that's probably where this horse, when they said, oh, it failed on, um, it failed on x-rays. I personally think that that's probably what happened with that. So they probably had to x-rays and they were like, oh, well, it's going to be okay because it'll, it'll be all right to do, be novice, or it'll be all right to do all that. And then it was able to surpass that and it yes. went on and it went on and it went on because we don't know the full story about that. So it could well have been that it was vetted and it failed the vetting on x-rays, but it was worth a punt because there were those x-rays show changes which wouldn't have stopped it doing a hundred or novices or even intermediate because you've got to remember top level is it and then yet yeah, like you say
0: it physically surpassed that so you know and maybe we, we as just, well exactly like you say we don't know that whole story maybe the seller yeah. knocked a significant amount of money yeah off. yeah and so the, exactly. the rider was kind of like well look you know it's a cheap horse now. It's worth a punt. Like we don't know that story. And also, yeah, just got a a massive shot, part of that story will be that that horse is clearly with a pro because of its yeah. passport. So that has had the best farriers. It's had regular mm. physio. You know, it's been managed. Its fitness will have been always exactly where it needed to be. There's nothing to say that with a more average like setup and support network. That horse might not have been able to do that, but that horse might have had yeah. so much help and so much support to because it was so talented. Mm-hmm. It was able to kind of exceed what should have been its working career. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. I
1: mean, Vince hasn't had half of what I can imagine that horse has had, you know, water treadmills and all this sort of, he hasn't had half of that. But I am mindful that, he it always sits in the back of mind he failed a vetting or whatever you know and so I'm really mindful of that and I think that I've tried to you know I do a lot of straight line work with him and blah blah blah, blah. and I think that's what's helped him surpass where this vet and also do you know what sometimes these their vet, the vets are human they they don't have crystal balls they're not they're not they can't predict the future all they can comment on is what they're seeing in front of them. So that, that vet, whatever, took those x-rays and went, oh, in my opinion, it's got this, this, and this showing, on those x-rays. He wasn't to know whether it was going to... Um, it, could have, it could have been a condition which could have worsened in two years or in six months to the point where the horse was crippled. Or it could have been a condition which... It could have been exactly the same condition that never got worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the human body on the animal body isn't, it isn't an exact science. It sometimes does those things. Um and some things get worse very quickly some things don't ever get worse at all so it could be that he comments on those x-rays and then it never got worse at all so it's all just i don't like, know if i made any sense Then
0: it's all just a, a good guess isn't it It's you know yeah. like we've actually had experience of this so prem obviously she um had ocd of the stifle very very severe ocd of the stifle so she was operated on at eight months old so she had a twin sister because they were embryo foals. So her twin came up for sale, and we were offered her first. And so obviously, we decided that we wanted x-rays on her. And we sent the x-rays to our vet, and he said, no. Definitely no. Mm-hmm. Um, now she got sold on, and I followed her career, and she jumped to a very, very good level. I don't kind of think, well, you fucked that up, you missed that. you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just think. Okay, she stood up to it. Prem didn't. Mm-hmm. She did, and that's just how it mm-hmm. goes. Like
1: that's just your bloody luck, isn't it, mate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: fucking how it goes, isn't it? Do you know what?
1: Do you know what? We always say about my husband's um, my husband's brother. We always say he'd fall in a canal and come out riding a bike. I don't know if you have you ever heard that saying. It means it's like he's the sort of person
0: that always always has good luck. We say you like, could fall in the thyme and come out smelling of roses.
1: Yeah. So, and. My husband and I are the absolutely opposite of that. Whatever that one is, we could probably fall in a vat of perfume and there'd be a shit in the bottom. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. that, is, that is how our luck works. And just a simple example being that my husband bought himself a watch and it was a, it was a, he saved up for it and it was a really expensive watch and he could either get it in blue or black, this watch. And he's like, oh, I don't know what colours to go. I don't know what to go. He went, Do you know what? I'm going to go for the black. And he bought the black watch version of this watch. And I shit you not, two weeks later, James Bond or something was seen in the blue version of this watch. And overnight, the value of the blue version of this watch trebled and the black version dropped by half. And that is how, same as you and that horse, that is exactly how our luck goes with shit like that. Whereas his brother, his brother just... Would have, would have got two blue ones. Oh yeah It dropped yeah. one accidentally in the bag <laughs> yeah a- absolutely absolutely another example of how like his brother is like the lucky one his brother went to buy a car and he was he was buying a second-hand car and it was on the it was, it was like a year old and it was on the floor and he took a deposit for it the bloke took a deposit for this car and he was meant to go and pick it back in two days time and he went back to pick it up on two days time two days later and they'd sold it And he was like, oh my God, you sold my car. And they were like, oh my God, we're so sorry. You're right, we've sold this car. We shouldn't have done it. Here we are for exactly the same. Oh no, they gave him his deposit back, I believe. And he paid a hefty deposit. And for the same amount of money, less this deposit, you can have a brand new car. So instead of buying a secondhand car for less money than what he would have bought the secondhand one for, he got a brand new one for. Yeah,
0: that would never happen to me. Exactly. Actually, I've got another one like that on the horse um, buying front. So this is like going back to like 10 years where I just decided I was going to get a a horse and I wanted to show jump and I was going to get a warm blood and try and do it. And I've spent the last 10 years fucking it up. Anyway, this horse, it would have all been different. It would have all been different. Went to try this horse at this dealer's yard and oh my God, it was amazing. And within like one ride of this horse, I was jumping 140 on it. Because back then, I wasn't frightened because I hadn't had all these, mm. like, falls. I was shit, absolutely talentless and shit, but game as a badger. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, like, flying over all these big jumps on this horse. It was amazing. Got off it and Ben, like, looked at its feet and he said, uh, why is it wearing wedged pads? And this dealer was like, oh, um, yeah we've just got it in and the guy we got it from he he puts wedged pads in all of his horses because he thinks they jump better like that and even i was like that's bullshit i can see from your face you're like yeah quickly trying to like you know fashion up some sort of like ridiculous answer and ben obviously just was like nah not a chance wedge pads no wouldn't let me buy it i followed that horse's career <laughs> because he <We> could <laughs> not do that <laughs> because i'm not doing too. that that horse evented until I got sick of following its career. Three seasons in a row, consistently evented to a good level, and I can with its wedge then. pads in. That horse still eventing, and he was like, "I'm so sorry," yeah. but equally, I would do it again if I went to a yard yeah, yeah. and they had no explanation as to why the horse was wearing them. I would do it again, and like, do you I know? Can't, what? It, it, it's and I never because if, if he'd against, been honest, yeah. yeah, if he'd been honest and said, Oh, it's had this, this, and this, you probably would have bought it there, wouldn't you? I would have so just probably tried- said, Like, we want a bit of money off it, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It, and I think that actually taught us a lesson. And it, it, Ben always says he doesn't regret doing it because we didn't have the money to waste, but equally, yeah. he always says that taught me a lesson because if that horse would have broken in a couple of years, it would have taught you so, yeah. much in those two years, yeah, and yeah. That's kind of what we did with Manny. He was like, do I think it's going to last? No, I do not think it's going to last. Yeah. But he's, he like, doesn't begrudge a penny that we spent on that horse because no. I was sick. I'd had
1: enough. Oh, my God. What? I've got two pairs of socks on. Right, no, like no, not like riding socks. I've got my pyjamas on. I've been at work. I've come home. And somehow this morning when I've got up and got dressed... I've put two pairs of socks on. Well, you
0: always wear two pairs of socks. No! Like when I'm riding, I wear my one pair and then my breeches and then my knee high ones. Well, you see, yeah. this is the problem. You're getting into a habit. If you only wear on one earth? pair of socks.
1: Why on earth have I got up this morning and put two pairs of socks Because it's a on? habit. Like normal, normal this is why you
0: should only wear one pair of socks. Why have I put two pairs of socks on, Katie? I'm really well, freaked out. I rest out. my case. <laughs> Why am I done? That? Worst of it is I haven't realised all day. Well, maybe your shoes not been too tight. I would hate that. I've, honestly, <laughs> that's making my toes twitch. I'd feel I'd feel really My feet would be claustrophobic. I dare that.
1: Never, I haven't even
0: noticed. <laughs> Fucking out. Oh, my God. Anyway. Okay, so the other thing nice <laughs> with buying horses is the old wives' tales. So, you know, everyone knows the, like, one white sock buy horse, two white sock try a horse. Yeah. Oh, I would have it different. Oh, yeah, we did this before, didn't we?
1: Yeah, um, four white, white socks,
0: socks. Look well about him, four white socks do without him. Yeah, so- four white socks
1: keep him not a day, three white socks send him far away, two white socks give him to a friend, one white sock keep him to the end.
0: It's the same, like thing, isn't yeah, it? But it's the same. The same proviso, isn't it? Um, Belle's got four white socks. <laughs> <laughs> just as a by okay. the by, um, yeah. So I obviously know that everyone knows it, but I don't know anybody that actually would.
1: I, I. The other thing I always worry about this is like two white socks given to a friend. Does that just mean there's like a bit like you know like them wine bags that you get? <laughs> you know, like if we could, me and my husband. You know, like if you give a bottle of wine. You have like them gift bags, don't you? Yeah. Me and my husband have a theory that there's only about five of those in actual circulation. Yeah, they just get passed Because everyone just, everyone just passes them on and you're oh, I'll keep that one for when I get... So is that what happens with like, these
0: horses with two
1: white socks? Yeah, They're just, just being passed around all their friends constantly, like in this
0: general circle. Well, when in does mine, it stop? when it you would decide- be try a horse, which I kind of take as like...
1: Yeah, that's better, actually.
0: He's pretty good, just like yeah, getting a, a passing to a friend. Manny's got two whites. That's socks. actually works. But yeah, so I knew that one, but obviously ignore it. But then mm. I showed Carla a horse, and she was like, no. And I said, What's wrong with that one? Because fuck me, we have watched a lot of videos. Um mm. and she was like, No white on it. And I said, so? Like less to watch All the chrome yeah, she's a show jumper. she yeah. like, Well, it's all the chrome, isn't she? And she was she's like, No. A, yeah. Nowhere to let the devil out. I've never heard that one before. She, she is she all right, hun? <laughs> isn't that oh, like but she was like that's no very, so I've yeah. never heard that. But she was like like, I would never buy a horse with no or white on it because we had one and it was a bastard. And, like, so that was kind of like a saying that she'd heard. She got this one and it basically proved the saying. So then she was like, fuck oh, that's that. it. Yeah. Not again. And that's kind of, I suppose, as well. It's like, isn't it? You can bend anything to it because we did this with like the change of Oh, yeah. Names. Absolutely. And then Ben was like, well, what about that one? I was like, well, what about that one? It didn't change its name. Like, the yeah. Whole- they're all a bloody disaster. I don't that's... know of anyone like that.
1: Because I, I don't tend to go out looking for horses. They just tend to come to me. <laughs> I, do remember, um, I, I do remember as well, which always used to make me laugh, considering all his physical things, that um, Solo had a really weird dent on him. And, oh, like a prophet's thumb? <laughs> well, normally that's meant to be on the neck, though, isn't it? And it was actually on his ass. And oh. for ages we, thought, we wondered what it was. And it was a prophet's thumb. It was just because he was such a fucking freak. He had it on his ass instead of on his neck. He missed his neck. Um, he was going too fast. Yeah. So, it, and that's probably why it wasn't quite so lucky. Was like, oh, no, in the wrong... You, could, you can have your lucky mark, but we're going to put it in the wrong place. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that... I do remember being quite excited when I saw that. I was like, oh, he's got a profit thumb mark, but it's in the wrong place. Uh, so, yeah... <laughs>
0: I didn't don't really Google know what that means. Sadly. Don't know, <laughs> don't know no, what the old know, wives would and it say didn't really about prove that. Anything.
1: Uh, it, I googled this for, the, stay like, for
0: research, one. and there was a few. There was like um, two walls on the forehead um, means very stubborn. Oh. And sort of ears, you know, the when the ears kind of like are quite sort of to the middle. I'm not describing that very well. Do you know what I mean? Like the ears are kind of <laughs> like that. I'm trying to show her like that. Oh, Rather okay. than like that, like more like point, like point inwards. Do you, know, you do know we're on a podcast and people I can't see you. I was a demonstration hoping she would understand, but she didn't understand.
1: I don't understand. Like
0: curly to the middle ears. Look, this is very clear. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes, clear, curly to the middle. They're feisty. Oh. but pancakes ears aren't like that so maybe he got them straightened out like a brace an ear brace i've told you i've told you
1: about um, i think it was lucinda green that said about horses with big ears bigger the ears, the bigger the well, jump no no this is um i'm
0: sure i've talked to oh about this keep the, the bridle on before.
1: not the keep the bridle, on but the last thing you've got to grab hold of yes She's, that's it she, she said she saw I she saw that's a great event horse great event horse because it's got big ears And this person thought it meant like it was intelligent. Oh my God, that was great. No, no, when you're falling off, it's the last thing you've got to grab hold of. Makes perfect sense.
0: They do say bigger the ears, the bigger the jump. Have you not heard that one either? No, Vince has got quite big ears. So he does live up to that one. Manny's got big ears, but only because he's got a big head. He's just big. (laughs) (laughs) Poor big Manny. (laughs) (laughs) Like everywhere I go with him, people go like, what did someone say to me that really made me giggle? Oh, they looked at him at the show and they went, well, you're big enough to be anything you want to be, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. And that really when, tickled me. That's really good. When, um,
1: when we were, when we were having the house, built, and we had these builders and they used to use this, um, one of our rooms that, above the garage and they used to look out across the field and they didn't know the horse's name so they came they gave them all their own names and vince's was the unit which did make me laugh he just used to stomp around the field so, yeah. that's what manny is now maybe M- manny could be the
0: unit so yeah. he's a bit of a unit is so. god he is yeah
1: Solar solo was the gay one which did used to make me laugh because they used to think he they say he looked gay and what about the other two he was two? quite um, Polly was just the little one because they'd obviously yeah. run out of um, enthusiasm. Out and and uh, Chance was uh, the stable smasher <laughs> because one day he'd been shut in. And the next second he wasn't shut in and he just smashed through his door for shits and giggles. You can just imagine,
0: out. can't you, the builders having this like conversation about what they've been up to. But then, yeah. But anyway, the thing was, he had this
1: name, the Stable Smasher from this one day. And it just made me laugh. The fact that they'd be out in the film, they like, oh, the Stable Smasher's having a walk
0: around. Yeah. That's what I mean, just like a little documentary yeah. on what they were well, up is, to. Is
1: the, what's, the, what's the unit up to today? Because it was just really funny. So bless him.
0: Oh, I'd quite like someone to do that with mine. The other thing is videos. So I just said there that I've watched like millions of videos. Poor Carla can't bear another video being sent to her. Um, What do you think about videos now? Like, I think they're really helpful, but also I think people can sometimes put too much faith. Like, you can edit a video. I was
1: going to say, for me, what I get more if I see a sales video is more that they don't show. Yeah. So if I see, I watch anything and, um, you know, and it can be the most beautifully edited video and then I'll sit it and I'll go, okay, so, you know, I know I, I did see one that a friend was buying and I have to say they did their video really nicely. It just showed a walk, a trot, a canter on either end and then it showed them jumping a course of jumps no editing it was from start to finish it was no and I thought oh yeah that that's you know and there was some there was some little blip. It was a young horse so yeah it wasn't perfect there was the odd little blip but you saw it go around the whole thing and I thought ah oh, oh, yeah that's fair enough and so ever since then it, it's always made me really quite obvious when it's been things have been edited or changed so like um they don't show it trotting properly or they don't show it you know, or they just show it jumping one or two fences and the fences might be massive and it might do these beautiful jumps over it and you think, I wonder how many times that they had filmed film that before they got it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think for me, it's more what they don't show on a video of what they do.
0: Yeah. That's like, um with the young ones with jumping, it's like sometimes they'll have them going over like, you know, oh, these it massive fences. Makes me sick, makes me fences. cross. Yeah, and you think, why? You just kind of think doesn't prove it can jump because what a lot of them do to get those videos yeah like the horse that i'm interested in i'm gonna try and probably go down and see it it's jumping maybe like a 70 but you see the shape of its jump and that's all you want to see like it's jumped a few times whereas like some of these videos are like Huge productions yeah. of them jumping like one thirty square square oxes, but you're like, but we don't. That's potentially jumped that eight hundred times to get the one. Yeah, and there's like you know someone behind it like cracking it on the back legs or whatever. It's so like, videos. It's again. I'm like I'm so on the fence because videos are so amazing in that I've mm-hmm. discounted hundreds of horses just being like you know I don't like it's the look of it I don't like the shape it makes whatever but then equally the amazing ones don't necessarily make me go oh wow exactly like yeah, maybe yeah. a bit oh, suspicious
1: no, I'm, I'm usually I, I usually err on the suspicious side and I'm like oh, okay okay
0: you want like so, a huge yeah. middle ground don't you where it's yeah. not like super overproduced and everything's perfect and flashy That's and wow it. yeah but then equally like i've had like some... i said when my friend was looking for this horse and she sent me this video and i think she would looked at
1: all these flashy ones and she sent me this one and she said what do you think of this i'm not i think it's a bit ordinary and honestly this horse was far from ordinary it had it, it obviously had a really super attitude and a really great brain and it was a, a little try it was just green and it was yeah. four and you're like the problem is she would be, be looking at Exactly. You've been looking at all these like flashy videos of them doing X, Y, and Z with a lovely soundtrack of music behind them. And now you've just got this video showing it, you know, struggling a little bit, but I'm actually, for me, actually told me more. Yeah. and I, I i was really keen for her to go and try this i don't i think she discounted it i think so many people sort of said oh no no it looks a bit ordinary and I, maybe i should do what you do and follow where it went because i think i thought it was a really nice horse if i'd had yeah. the money i would have definitely gone down that route you know and the other thing as well which i liked when i saw this video was although the rider that rode the horse was really good they weren't such a you you could tell they weren't like a, a really strong and do you know what I mean it was 100%. because that is really telling you know you can see the best horse in the world but you might not be able to produce what that person's producing because you're just not the same caliber of rider or you're a different rider some
0: of these pros are strong riders you know yeah. so yeah well that's like I, um, that's what w- the video we bought Belinda off she's ridden by a guy who produced horses mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I've run a mile because yeah. for a start, he had her doing this, like, look beautiful, like, really Germanic, like, deep, round, very steady canter to a fence. Like, you know, where they're almost walking. They're just kind of, like, yes, yeah, yeah. to a fence. Well, I hate riding that. Like, I yeah. like riding really quick, forward, busy types. And also, I am no, I'm not strong enough to hold yeah. her together. And obviously, what she's needed is that really strong arm, yeah. like, hands and leg that can help her compress herself. Yeah,
1: compress her. Mm.
0: And so exactly like you say, that's a massive thing. Like you don't want the rider riding the horse in the video to be like the next oh, Michael not Young. To, you, don't, you don't want it to be too good. No. It really, you, you know, yeah, fair enough. They want
1: to show it, them off. But a rider that's too good or too strong or too completely different to you, then obviously you then go and try a horse and then you decide. But I think that, yeah. I think, like I say, I think videos can show you, provided you read between the lines. It's not about just looking at face value. Oh, that's a great video. Let's go and buy that horse. It's about what haven't they shown. It's about what kind of rider the horse is. And it's like, you know, I'm a person, like I said, like if I can see a young a video of a four year old horse and it's struggling to change its legs, but it is coming back to trot sweetly, changing it simply through the thing and then going straight to the next fence. I'm like, yes, exactly what you want. Yeah. if they're doing like these fantastic flying changes i'd be like whoa how long has that been in the arena for how long ha, how how many months has that been being drilled for to get that into it so you know and i think
0: just... it's the attitude of when it gets something wrong so that's yeah. something that we've massively looked at that's something that carla's like she's helped me a lot this time and i've learned a lot yeah so she's like you want something that not necessarily it might have the first fence, but it comes back round and it doesn't shrink away from a fence. Yeah. It kind of goes, come on then, let's have it. Yeah. And it's that, it's how they respond to a mistake that they've made. Mm. You don't want a mistake free. You want to see what happens when they do make a mistake. Yeah. Whether it throws them and, because it's a whole attitude, isn't it? Of the horse. And if you get such a polished production, you're not really seeing what you're going to get. No,
1: yeah. no, you're not, you're not.
0: Okay, so I think we've well and truly covered buying horses. Um, let us know what you think. Let us know things that you that, you know, you find, like do you vet, x-ray, do you like videos? Um, it'd be good to hear what everyone else thinks. So we're going to move on to Wanker of the Week now. Um, mine is, obviously Henry's just not that long been back at school. And I elected to take Henry back out of school so we could go show jumping. Um, yeah, standard. So I had to go and obviously confess to the teacher. I was like, um, she said to me, she came out and she said, are you performing? And I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> performing. Um, so she said, right, well, if you can just sign all these forms. So I signed, I was in a hurry. So I signed all the forms, went, tried to go dashing off. The horses were already like in the lorry waiting. And she shouted, katie katie and i was like yes thinking like fucking come on i've got to go and she's mm. like you filled the whole form in for 2021
1: oh no <laughs> well
0: look, move do you see
1: when next year just tell them to save it for next year because quite frankly you're gonna take him out again to go next year aren't you so
0: just, like, just she file said, those for next year we'll do them again that would have been quite a long break and i was like yeah and i thought she's probably thinking fucking hell like what what chances that kid got?" She's been homeschooling him. She doesn't even know what year it is. <laughs> and you know what That's why worse? I don't know what year it is. It's because you have been homeschooling him. For a little second when she said, you've written 2021. You know then when you've made a mistake and you kind of go, what year is it? And I was like, <laughs> I got that like rabbit in the headlights. Like, <laughs> I love it it's been being funny. How could anyone forget what year it is now? I mean... No one's going to forget this year that survived it. I think I was just in show mode and I was like, have I got white breeches? Have I packed like an iPad? Just like, you know, the essentials, white breeches and an iPad. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I genuinely, not only did I write the wrong year, but I I, hand and heart kind of went, what fucking year is it? I can't write it wrong again or she'll think I'm really bad. I was like, 2020. (laughs)
1: dickhead (laughs) anyone can forget what this year is okay so my one i actually don't think i uh, deserve wanker of the week for this but um oscar says i do so i'm gonna nominate myself for it so we're at burnham market and oscar i don't know um he's sort of like really obsessed with the clothes that he wears he he likes to look a certain way and he wears like these skinny jeans he's got like this like man bag it's quite cool actually it is quite handy because we can put our face masks in it but um so he like and so um they were able to come with me to burn a market because oh of the changes God. in the rules this is
0: another wanker of the week type moment when you said we can put our face masks in it i don't know what the fuck's wrong with me i thought you <laughs> meant face masks what like we were doing a burglary no like you were doing a spa day <laughs> what the it's, fuck's wrong with it <laughs> no it took me until you were halfway through the next sentence to go it means the face masks that you've got because i was like, ah, yeah, like why why are they carrying face masks around what oh has god. happened to my actual brain i don't know 2020 has just gone to it that is very worrying if i'm honest okay so carry on because I, I know fucking god knows where i am so he's carrying so, in his man bag his yeah, so He's got, masks. He's,
1: he's, he's, he's got his cap on and whatever and he's got like his cool clothes. And uh, we were at Burnham Market and we were at the end of the day and um, Vince, I would offered Vince a drink. He didn't want really to drink it. I thought, what should I do with this bucket of water? And my article was just, I think he was arguing with Isaac at the time and I thought, I know what I'm going to do. Oh my so God. I just threw this bucket of water over him he looked at me. He literally screamed and he went, you idiot! <coughs> I mean. and you know when you think that someone's going to find something funny, I did it thinking he's going to go. <laughs> that was really funny. Readers and listeners, I want you to know he did not find it funny, and I'm he not screamed surprised. so loudly. It was
0: funny though.
1: He screamed so loudly, like literally everyone in this lorry park <gasps> turned and stared, and I'm stood there with his bucket going. <laughs> And then it kind hit me what I, re- I looked like the world's shittest mother because I'd just thrown a bucket of water for no reason over my son <laughs> <laughs> thinking it would be funny I genuinely thought he'd go I'm <laughs> finding it amusing, I genuinely did
0: I think that you should have thrown um, it over the two of them It was quite a small bucket of water oh, dog's dreaming again
1: <laughs> He would have found it funny um, Isaac was too far away to get them both with the same bucket Ah, okay Beep! He's joining in, he thinks he's, 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 he's the dog saying,
0: the dog's coming. I would have found it funny. Yeah, that's funny. Do you know what the that's dog's funny. actually probably saying is he's probably doing his own nomination for Wanker of the Week because we're getting loads of work done, which makes me really depressed. Do you get a last, you're having a house done, so I suppose yeah. probably, but I get really like fucked off when there's people here just digging shit up and fucks me right off. Anyway, so they dug this enormous hole. And it filled with water because it was raining, and then they covered it with like a board thing. But then today they took the board off because they were going to dig more. And the dog must have thought it was a puddle, so he went to run through the puddle and just disappeared. Down the hole. <laughs> oh no! And he kind of got up. It was Rupert. He got up and was just like, "It's okay. It's, it's all good." Like, I meant to that.
1: Meant to yeah. that. Meant to that. Yeah. I yeah.
0: totally styled it out, and honestly, I was. Like, I had tears running down my oh, face. last time. brilliant! Brilliant. Um, so, so that's, that's what, he's, that's what he's, yeah.
1: he's nominating himself. Nominating himself. Well, I also think he would have found it funny watching me throw this bucket of water. And like I said, everyone in this lorry park turned and looked at me. But then does he have to go home.
0: In your what's your horse called yeah, again?
1: Vera. So in he Viva. didn't have any. He didn't have any dry clothes with him. Again, I didn't think this through. No. Hence why I'm a wanker. Yeah. So then he had to sit in my lovely lovely horse box soaking cold wet we had to, the, the the other two because it was quite a warm day it was quite warm evening, So we were driving out so we were quite warm but we had to have the heating on full blast because he came
0: whinging you know, about how cold
1: you're oh, I'm so cold
0: so, so cold, actually I'm wet. i wasn't that far off with the spa day because it was like a little sauna
1: <laughs> fuck it was hot we were so hot like
0: me and i was like oh my god i'm so hot and i was like please put the heat
1: back on i'm freezing It was, and he just, it's a long drive from Burnham. And he moaned, good hour and a 40. It's not the longest, but when you've got a 10 year old boy whinging about the fact that he's wet and cold and his man bag's got wet, (laughs) it's a long fucking way. I can tell you now. Oh my God. So I'm nominating myself for a wanker of the week for thinking it'd be funny
0: to throw a bucket of water over my son. Yeah. You didn't think that through. You you must have been soggy. Nobody needs a my mask. mask.
1: My, my mask wasn't in there at the
0: time. Oh. Uh, it was in the front of my horse box. Okay, so this is an unusual one. So this is my sister who told me this story. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to put it on the podcast. And she was like, oh, good for you. I don't really want to put it. And I was like, no, no, that's what I'm going to do. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> you have no choice.
0: Like yeah. So um, my mum's got a sausage dog called Sally. And she's ridiculous I can't take her seriously anyway she like scampers along so my sister was walking Sally and a motorbike like made a loud noise apparently and Sally got a fright she was she wasn't on the lead she got a fright and so she took off across the road and so my sister started to run after her but couldn't catch her and she shouts is it sausage? But, dog, right. Anna? So this is Ben's point. Ben, throughout this whole telling of this story, just kept saying, I don't I, I don't understand it. How fast can she be? And bless my little sister Anna was saying, She's really fast. You wouldn't believe the speed she can go. And Ben was like, her legs are like inches long. She is not built for speed. I refuse to accept.
1: That this sausage dog bit. could
0: outrun you, Anna. He just kept saying, like, <laughs> it's a disgrace. There's I How so, slow anyway, is Anna? that's what I want to know. Oh, like... wait, that... like, wait for the tail. Honestly, you will not believe okay. this tale, but we're gonna have to just throughout the whole of this tale. Ben continually said, Well, I, I can't understand it. Her legs are only inches long. Um, so yeah, so she ran across the road, and Anna couldn't catch her so she shouted to a big group of teenage boys catch the dog catch the dog so they I think probably like half-heartedly tried to catch the dog didn't catch the dog so she carried on up the street by which point Anna is still like sprinting after it and shouting to anybody that she can dive on the dog like, get the dog. So, like, random people kind of would, like, join the chase for a little bit and then drop out, get sick, or try and jump on the dog and miss it. So, the dog's, like, carrying on. So, at this point, she was on... Like the Mo like, Farah of sausage Exactly. Dogs. She was getting, like, quite a main road. So, my sister knocked on a lady's window, like, the car window, oh, okay. and said, can you ch- follow that dog? And the lady said, no. I mean, COVID protocol clearly taking an absolute hiding here. And the lady said, no, I'm waiting for someone. So Anna was like, well, that's rude. So she carried on running. A lady pulled over and shouted, get in. The lady's teenage son jumped out. So Anna could jump in and he set off following Sally. Oh my fucking God. So he was running up the road and he grabbed her but let her go so eventually she got into like this cul sack, sac and she was trapped so anna said the worst thing about it all was she said she was just wagging her tail when i got there she just was like really happy oh my god so anna picked Looking her up fucking knackered well yeah so she picked her up and at this point i probably should say okay so my sister has worked really really hard She's lost like a shitload of weight. She looks amazing, but she's, she's a lot younger than I am. And she keeps like, she knows that she's lost a lot of weight. She, she keeps saying, I'm a hot commodity now. I'm a hot commodity. So she's, she had on like a little sports bra and leggings. Cause she was thinking she was all that in a bag of potato chips. So she picks the dog Apart up. the fact that she couldn't outrun a sausage dog. I mean, yeah, that's clear. Legs are inches long. <laughs> Picked the dog up, got back in the lady's car, COVID protocols non-existent, um, for the woman to take her all the way back to where her friend was with the other dog. And Anna said, I got in the car and I sat down and she said, I felt something and I smelt something. And she said, I looked down and said to the woman, um, the dog's just pooed all over me. um. Oh my God! You might as well just drop me off. So the lady was like, "Okay, out you get." So yeah, fucking right. Anna got out the car. She said dog it shit. was dripping because obviously the dog was so exhausted it literally just like run itself, shut itself. Yeah, like into the ground. So Anna in a crop in a brand new Lululemon like sports. Oh prom, my God, covering his shit, shit dripping down. So she then had to walk. <laughs> back down past the big group of teenage boys who were all like yeah you caught it well done what the fuck's that
1: oh my god
0: um and then she said i passed a little old lady and the little old lady said oh the dog must be exhausted here have some water to dip its paws in and i was like i'll not be fucking dipping its paws in it and i was like pour it down to wash the shit off her so it was just running down it. So by this point, Anna made said, Anna's so dramatic as well. So she said, I was just weeping. I said, so what did you do? She said, I rang granny and said, come and get me. I can't bear it. So granny had to go and collect her with the and dog. Covered in shit with a dog. Yeah, Anna and the dog covered in shit. And I was I, like,
1: uh, okay, I'm... I actually, now I've said this about um, sausage dogs not running very fast. I do kind of, I'm with Ben on it because its legs are only inches long. But I remember one day I went off in my car <laughs> and Nora wasn't shut in. And I reckon she got close to 30 miles an hour running after my car down the drive. And her and she's legs got are quite little. Legs. Yeah. yeah, she's got quite little legs. So she, she gives it fucking Linford's. She absolutely <laughs> does. But I'm kind of like... It's the fact that all these other people were trying to chase her. I know.
0: It kind of, it reminds me of something like, like Harry McClary or something. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like, a, like a big procession. Catch the pig, catch, or,
1: um, what was that? Catch the pigeon you used to have, wasn't it? Wacky yeah. races. A bit like yeah. that. Catch the sausage dog. Catch the sausage dog.
0: But it's the laziest dog. I bet they're glad stock. they didn't catch
1: it to get covered in shit. I know.
0: It's the laziest dog usually. Like it just lies on the sofa all the time. It looks just like a dragon. Saving its expuser. energy. So yeah. its energy for when it matters, when it needs to. Giving it fucking, hey, like that, running off but at clearly, miles an hour. it has a turn of got speed. I think it regretted it, obviously. Clearly. It-
1: yeah. When, when we take, we took Rupert out once, and I was on the horses, and I was on fence, and um, Oscar was on his bike, and Rupert had stopped to sniff something, and I hadn't realised. and I was cantering off, and then, then Rupert realised, and he went flying after me. And when Isaac finally got out with me, he was like, He's got some legs on him. So maybe that's what you should say. (laughs) It was just like the one, he's got some legs on him. And uh, she hasn't, though. That's That's the thing. She hasn't got any legs on her. (laughs) Maybe she had a hoverboard or something, or roller skates or something. She had something because no
0: sausage dog could run that fast, surely. I know. But like, obviously, there's no point me telling you where she got from and to. But I was like, fucking hell, that's far. That's quite far. Like, she went Very determined. Yes just for a motorbike but anyway i thought do you know what i have to share the story that's because... quite a good one because she i like the fact
1: i like the final touch that she got covered in dog shit i know I as if the it story wasn't bad. the story was i think the story was quite good until you got to that stage but a fact that she shit in a stranger's car i know
0: and on anna because i can just Anna like thinking she's all that in her new outfit and like Poor lululemon anna. and just was like shit on and had to walk past a massive group of teenage boys. But anyway, at least you got a rosette outfit. So yeah,
1: yeah. well done, Anna. well done, Nana. So, I think the dog deserved it for being the fastest, uh, the fastest sausage dog in the West. It does, honestly. I'm, I'll put a picture. You wouldn't think it was built. It's no, not. You should do food. now. You you want to bloody Google and see if there are sausage dog races yeah. and get it on that start line and fire up a motorbike. You could fuck be that
0: be like the speed it's going probably could just go to normal dog racing, couldn't it? <laughs> With the greyhounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, rim. What the fuck's is that? Is it's is it, <laughs> a greyhounds be like that. What
1: the fuck? Is this sausage dog just goes running past it like that? You can just see the looks on their faces, couldn't you? What the fuck? <laughs> like that. This fucking sausage dog giving it absolute belt. They'll be like that, it's got legs on it. It's got legs on it. No, no, it? actually doesn't have like what is it, <laughs> is it a I don't even know. <laughs> yeah i think it's just that thing that gets pulled in front of them wouldn't yeah it?
0: so yeah okay, that's a good idea yeah sally sally's the wanker this week i think anna definitely dog shit is. sally that's what we yeah. should call <laughs> gave her wanker of the week all right so on that note, please keep your stories and questions coming in to bookoffbanter at gmail.com or find us on instagram and facebook at book off bunter thank you so much for listening talk to you next time bye